Please lower your head and watch your step while boarding. Welcome to the Attractions Podcast. You are all clear for dispatch. Have fun. And 14 of the Attractions Podcast, sponsored by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. I'm Carly. And I'm Adam. Yes. And we are here to talk to you about the latest and greatest in theme park and attraction news, as well as what's going on in our own lives. Uh, not Seth today. The no. lovely Adam Wurzel is back. I tied him up. He's right out there. He'll, he'll, he'll be fine. Nice <laughs> to see you, everybody. <laughs> yes, thank you for coming. Uh, Seth is in actually Southern California doing his little spooky season crawl. I know that he's doing uh, Disneyland. He's not doing Not Scary Farm because I think his wife uh, nicks that one. <laughs> and then he's going over to HHN Hollywood where I just spent the last couple days. Uh, Adam, you weren't with me, sadly, no, but I wish uh, I was. My- my sister joined me. I got the frequent fear pass this year, which is a pretty decent value. I think it was 200 and I went six or seven times. So it's definitely a little bit more reasonably priced than the Orlando version. And uh, I know you did Orlando with me. Hollywood this year is so good. There's some of the same houses. There's some unique, their original IP there, like the Latin monsters is so good and i think just the overall atmosphere it might be my favorite event of the season and and just from seeing the videos that you posted and that uh, dakota your sister my sister-in-law uh posted the actors there are just just a little bit more real i guess i don't know what the word is but in your face in your face yes in the scare zones like that's what my sister said that was her first time going to hollywood obviously she's been to orlando a million times She's like, wow, they really like, they get up into your face. They don't touch you, but they just have that way to get super close up to you. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, definitely recommend if you can swing it to go out there, maybe take a break from Orlando next year and hit Hollywood. I also went to Not Scary Farm for their 50th year, which is crazy. But this is the event that started it all. We wouldn't have what we have today in the theme park haunt space if it wasn't for them that's pretty amazing and that deserves recognition because i as much as i love halloween horror nights everybody talks about halloween horror nights i mean that's really cool that came first yes so it is there's so much history they did a legacy store for the first time ever which was an immersive walkthrough shopping exhibit you know slash merchandise store amazing the houses are so good there was one i have to mention cinema slasher and you go into these vintage movie theaters and your a movie is on the screen. So you're like all in the old seats are there, but then you walk through the screen and into the movie that you were just walking through. I saw the, the marquee. The, yes, yes. It was one of the coolest house concepts I've heard in a long time. And also the execution was really good. So definitely worth it to come out there. And uh, speaking of haunts, I think you did something a little interesting this week for spooky season. I did. I did. Uh, Wednesday, if you happen to be in Charlotte, I'm on a show called Rising, which airs every weekday. And I have a lot these live segments called Up and Adam. And uh, we got to do one that wasn't live, which was really cool. And that was because we went to Scarowins, where 
Uh, not only did we do a lights on tour of Paranormal Inc., which is one of their best mazes that they have, we got a backstage look at at the parade. But but more importantly, I was made into uh, a scare actor, and I got to actually scare people, which was really and I have it was so much fun. And I have to tell you, what a rush! What a rush! <laughs> Well, I was there with you and you really got into your character. Uh, I, there's a certain power that you have. I don't know, maybe it's just because it's so outside the element. You know, we've never worked in that area yeah. of dressing up as a Halloween scare actor, but. And honestly, I didn't, obviously cam cameras were rolling, but I forgot there was cameras there. I was honestly just doing it to do it. Even when there, when the cameras weren't rolling, I was scaring people. I mean, and I'm pretty sure I walked outside of the scare zone. I was over by like the music express accidentally. I mean, but yeah. it, was, it was so much fun and I can't wait to do it again. So if you go to wccbcharlotte.com and search scarewins, you'll see I was honky the clown. Yes. And you created your own identity. Most it was, why not? <laughs> I wrote my own vows when we were married. I can create my own clown. That's true. <laughs> well, we only have a little bit left in spooky season, so I hope everyone out there gets to have some time to go to their favorite local haunt or theme park haunt. So spooky season is wrapping up. I mean, I feel like we've been doing it for three months. I mean, because <laughs> we operate on theme park time schedule, and Halloween started at Magic Kingdom. I guess I the merch came out early August. I was there with bells on, <laughs> getting my uh, ghoul kitchen towel. Uh, so... Yes, spooky season is almost over, but I hope everyone got to have something fun to do. The ghoul, I just want to mention the ghoul kitchen towel, which I am not allowed to use. Yes, correct. It's just a show towel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so without any further ado, let's get into the news in the queue. Disney World at Epcot. Finally, I know we've talked about this a lot. Journey of Water, inspired by Moana, is officially open. It felt like it took a long time, and we've been talking about the previews, AP previews, and whatnot, but this interactive walkthrough attraction is finally officially open. Uh, there's a lot of really fun, playful opportunities. You might get a little bit wet. There's the beautiful Tefiti creature that you walk through, and most importantly, you will be using a virtual queue if you want to experience this. So basically, as we're familiar with Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind, and Tron, you can join that virtual queue starting at 9 a.m. using the My Disney Experience app. And then you have to be in Epcot to join the virtual queue. So that's the important thing to uh, know right now. And so if, since you have to be in Epcot, that means you have to have Epcot as your starting theme park reservation because... For now, we still have reservations, but we know the uh, light at the end of the tunnel is coming soon. <laughs> uh, have you looked at any of this? Yeah, yeah. And um, I can be honest, right? Yeah, of course. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I, am, I am with you. Uh, eh. it's, it's uh, so much time. I mean, this is a park that used to have something called Body Wars. And I'm just looking at water with character. Eh, I mean, again, like I know that they're what they're trying to do. I know they're trying to incorporate characters to try to make Epcot uh, more appealing to some of the younger guests. Eh? <laughs> yeah, I am with you. Uh, I am much more excited for some other things coming in the near future. But if you want to do it, we've been talking about it forever. Join oh, the virtual really? queue. 
Yes. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll go visit our friends at La Cava Del Tequila first yeah. and then we'll do it. <laughs> and speaking of drinks, we are going to, I know mine and your favorite Disney hotel, uh, Disney Swan and Dolphin, the food and wine classic is returning for, I believe it's 14th year next month. I am going to get to go to the opening night on November 10th but it's November 10th and 11th. And if you haven't gone before, but love like Epcot food and wine, this is the coolest because it's fully unlimited food and beverage samplings. And I know we, we went a couple of years ago, but we went during the uh, pandemic one that was indoors, yes. which was still really cool. Still was really cool. I mean, the amount of drinks and it's it, food and drinks. And it's hard because I know everybody probably gets this when you go to any sort of all you can eat situation where you're like, eat fast. Oh my God, there's so much to do. I'm so overwhelmed. You really have to take it slow, get a table. They have like two top tables, some standing tables as well. Just enjoy and savor everything. And especially this year, because now Rosa Mexicana is open and they have, did you see on the menu, the red chili chicken taco? Mm -hmm. That would be my pick. If I was, if I was able to go and I can't, um, but if I was able to go with you, I would, that would be my first choice. hundred percent. Uh, Rosa Mexicano is a like kind of, I would say kind of iconic in the upscale Mexican fair restaurant scene. It started in, I believe, New York City. I used to go to that one back in the day. And it recently opened at Swan and Dolphin. So that will be joining the lineup. And what's really cool is the booths are, if you're familiar with the property along that causeway, which is already just so beautiful and scenic. You have the fountains in the background and then just the towering two hotels are just so pretty. So you'll kind of be strolling along there. They have live music. And then again, the main star is the food. Il Molino always has an excellent dish. And this year it's a uh, gorgonzola cheese filled agnolotti, which is that kind of long stuffed noodle, which is going to be one of the first things that I'm going to be trying. By the way, I have to hand it to them because, I mean, for the amount of food that we eat and theme parks and the amount of festivals that we've been to, never, ever, anywhere in the world have I seen a porridge on a menu. Yes, I saw the porridge. I'm, I'm definitely going to be trying that because that's just, it's so different yeah and it has like a shrimp dumpling on it and it's gonna be in this little uh chinatown specialty area so some stuff is themed or from menus of restaurants like we said rosa mexicano and then they're also going to have other specialty areas there's a barbecue restaurant we'll have also have food from amare which is the incredible mediterranean restaurant that's inside the new swan reserve and then there are desserts, drinks. I mean, you really get your money's worth this with this event. And it's just super impressive, all that you get. And it's fun. You know, you get to get dressed up. It's the entire evening and just kind of eat and drink till your heart's content. After party at Kimono's? Yes. And then we'll be going to sing karaoke at Kimono's. Maybe <laughs> uh, from Moana from The Journey of Water. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Also, there is, in addition to the standard ticket, which includes all the tastings and uh, drink tastings, there's also uh, upcharge experiences like interactive seminars, there's tastings, there's the grand VIP tasting, there is a dessert and champagne party, and those are just added on to the separate from the normal ticket. But what I think is really impressive, the basic ticket, which is really, I don't need anything more than that because you already have so much. It's only $185 and you're drinking for hours and eating for hours, which is really crazy. Which would be the same as if you were to go to a restaurant and not eat and drink for hours. 
Absolutely. So it, it's a fun night out. And if you want to learn more about it, you can go to www.swandolphin.com. But I will, uh, I'll see you all there on uh, Friday, November 10th. Uh, so now talking about some more spooky things, which I am so excited for this. We finally have the name for the year round horror experience that Universal is bringing to Las Vegas. It is called, drumroll please, <laughs> Universal Horror Unleashed. So this will be coming, if you are familiar with Las Vegas at all, this will be coming to an expansion of the Area 15, which we have gone together. We yeah. went to uh, Meow Wolf, Omega Mart. What did you think of it? I love, well, I loved uh, Meow Wolf just in general and not even just Omega Mart. I mean, the, the bars, I mean, it really is, you could spend hours and hours in there and now, I mean, I could not think of a better fit. And then when they, you know, when they, when I first heard about this, it was instantaneously, that is the perfect place for it to be. 100%. 100%. And, you know, year-round horror hasn't been a successful concept in many places. You know, we've had things that have lasted, you know, like Jekyll and Hyde Club in New York City that finally bit the dust. Years ago in Las Vegas, I don't know if you remember, Eli Roth's Gortorium. Was that the I'm thing in sure. Vegas on the second floor that yep. I didn't want to uh -huh. do? I was like, this is stupid. And I, I stayed outside with a few other people who had a drink and you went in yeah. there. And then you came out and I believe you said it was stupid. Yes. So I think if anyone can do it, it's going to be universal. Because obviously they now have the premier haunt event in the world. So if there's anyone that can do it, it will be them. And now we know they're going to be bringing their whole entire collection of iconic characters. So we have the mummy, Wolfman, Frankenstein, and then also they tap into filmmakers of today, you know, like with all the Blumhouse and Jordan Peele. So if there's anyone that can make this successful in Las Vegas, it has to be them. I was really secretly hoping they'd call it Halloween Horror Days, just because it's going <laughs> to be but, So, uh, this you is a good know, I, that's a good point that you brought that up. I did see a lot of people on socials mention that but i do have to give the caveat to that we are so invested in the theme park world that horror nights halloween horror nights isn't a name that we just know but this is going to tap into a whole new market yeah. and they probably don't know right. universal halloween horror night so that brand doesn't really resonate with them yet so i feel like i'm glad they went with a name that's creating a separate brand that people will be familiar with just from the iconic monsters you know like frankenstein and whatnot and they don't need to know about horror nights because we know and love it but not everyone does now carly we don't know yet how many different attractions that there will be or if they will be interchangeable no so we don't know what we can anticipate since universal does work with whatever the current ips are you know like we have the exorcist this year i'm hoping that they're going to tap into i'm sure using it as like a promotional tool for the movies they're doing while also having these iconic monsters but i know i will uh be there with bells on haunted casino it could happen now Ooh, i that would be amazing but uh the area 15 is so cool like you said it's not going to be just like oh you go through a haunted house there's going to be bars dining it's going to be really uh, something that you go and you spend time at and i'm so excited i already love las vegas not for the gambling doesn't do it for me but for these fun 
uh, themed attractions and food and whatnot. So I'm pumped for it. And uh, speaking of Universal, still we are learning even more about the Fast and Furious coaster that is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood. They have to, uh, you know, obviously Universal Hollywood is surrounded by residential neighborhoods. So all of that has to be taken into consideration when building a roller coaster of this magnitude. The only one they have now is self-contained within the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. So sound hasn't been an issue. But with this one, you know, this is a serious thrill coaster. It's not a kid's coaster. And it's going to be really kind of in the center of it all by, you know, the crazy escalator that you, you know it and love mm -hmm. it. So they sent out to the local neighborhood some renderings to kind of get an idea of what they're doing. And then also now we know a few more details about the track because they had to explain to everyone how they're going to reduce noise. So they're going to be using a low rumble track. They're going to be using these really cool half pipe shields that you can see in the renderings. So this is, will kind of block the screams when, you know, the coaster circling around. And then also uh, the ride vehicle is going to be 360 degree rotation. So this will allow it the like if i'm screaming it'll turn me away at key points when i would be facing the neighborhood if that makes sense <laughs> they haven't met you on a ride that's all no. i'm saying <laughs> that's really interesting i'm really intrigued to see what that looks like and what that sounds like i mean i'm sure it's going to work because they universal does it best when they do coasters absolutely Oh yeah, I'm really excited. We're gonna have a, it's gonna be two 16 person trains that can move through the track simultaneously. They did confirm it will cross over the Starway escalators above the, the lower lot. So like where Jurassic World is right above that. And they also announced that they're gonna be uh, working under strict construction hours. So hopefully uh, no one's gonna be getting woken up on Blair Drive. <laughs> <laughs> I know Blair Drive well, as do you. I'm just excited to be part of the family. Yeah. Oh my God. Same too. I, I cannot wait. Um, I definitely want to bound with like one of those white tank tops, maybe yeah. like a little mustache when this attraction opens. Uh, super pumped. This is so excited. I know Universal Hollywood is special to both of us and they're really, they're just killing it. You know, we have yeah. Nintendo world and they're just, I, I think they're really setting themselves up to just be this multi-day destination. And 100% different. Like you, you can't say I've gone to Orlando. I don't, I don't have to go to Hollywood. You, you do. And they're making a reason for that. Absolutely. And it's just, it's so different. You know, it has a look and a feel all its own. It has incredible attractions like secret life of pets. So I think when this new coaster opens, it is even going to be to the next level. And bar seats at in Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yes, that's one of my favorite. Hogshead Pub. You can yes. sit and have a Wizards brew. Uh, now uh, we're going to be going to the Smoky Mountains. Also another place with tremendous growth. Dollywood, they're just every single like month, it feels like they announce something new in addition. And that is all because they have announced maybe, uh, I guess, a year or so ago, $500 million in investment over a 10 year period. And that has included not only resort stuff, but in the parks. And one of the new attractions coming to the park in 2024 is the Dolly Parton experience. So if you're familiar with like where chasing rainbows was mm -hmm. and whatnot, this is going to be a new interactive walkthrough experience. 
And it kind of sounds like a really cool museum where you're going to be walking through uh, the life of Dolly Parton. They always have really cool uh, exhibits on her, you know, if you've ever been to the Dream More. So this is going to kind of take us through her career and personal life. So expect albums, fashion, of course, uh, family stuff and whatnot. And I think this is going to be really cool. We've seen the renderings for it. I love Dollywood. I know you love Dollywood. So I'm really happy for them over there. I loved, I love it. And, and the thing, again, I know just for the people that have never been, it's not just called Dollywood. Dolly will show up to the grand opening of this attraction. She will wave to fans. She'll probably meet some fans. This is going to be really cool. Absolutely. And this will be coming in 2024 when they kick off their 39th season and it will be their longest season ever. So they're going to have 200 operating days. Uh, also new at Dollywood opening very soon, which we will be going to is Dollywood's Heart Song Lodge and Resort. So this is the second, like, I will say upscale accommodations. We have the cabins already, but this is the Heart Song Lodge and Resort, and it's going to be opening next door to the Dream More, and it is themed to Dolly Parton's childhood growing up in the Smoky Mountains. I'm really excited to stay there. It kind of gives me Wilderness Lodge vibes, yeah. which I love that. There is a, uh, a new signature restaurant there. There's a martini bar. I heard about uh, some pickle brine martini. Are you, uh, trying is, it? you know how much I love pickles. Um, I know. <laughs> we won't talk about the Carthay Circle incident from two years ago. When oh, yeah. <laughs> Carthay Circle does, still has that uh, uh, yeah. pickle juice drink. Uh, but but uh, so I will say, <laughs> out, of, out of any hotels that you and I have seen, or especially you have seen uh, built from the ground up, I don't think we've seen one like this, where we've literally seen it as a pile of dirt grow and grow and grow, and now we get to stay there. That right when it opens. I'm really excited. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I did like the first construction tour years ago. I put on my boots and the hard hat and got to see them getting it together. So I'm really excited. And then also another new change coming to spring 2024, which I know you're a little sad about the lightning rod roller coaster, which is one of, it's in my top five coasters in the country. But the one issue is it does break down a lot. Unfortunately, we see almost every day it's down. During weather conditions, it's down. So the park is going to be removing their uh, linear synchronized motor launch system. So if you are familiar with the start of the first ascent on this attraction, whoo, you would uh, be zoomed up. And they're going to, in its place, build a high-speed chain lift. So I think it's still going to be a similar effect to what we had before, but I'm not sure it's going to have had that same level of speed. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, look, it breaks down all the time. I get it. I get it. I'm upset because that's my favorite part of my favorite mm -hmm. ride at Dollywood, but the amount that they're doing for the community and force of your and pigeon forge, I'll give it to them. Yes. <laughs> yes. We, we can excuse it. Uh, it's an, an issue because it's just everyone wants to come there to ride it. So if you were going on your, you know, once a year trip, now we have people coming to Dollywood internationally. And if you're pumped to ride this ride and it's been down, I could see how that's a real big bummer. So we know that will be coming in 2024, the new lift. I can't wait to check it out. Hopefully it'll give us the same sensation as we had previously. Like you said, it is awesome. But you will only have until October 30th this month to ride it out, finish it, do the, the last of it, and then it's going to be closing until spring of 2024. 
So we might have to take a drive to Dollywood. I'm around this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we might have to go do that. Uh, uh, and also in 2024, with this announcement, they have uh, revealed all of their festivals. So everything, if you're familiar with the festivals at Dollywood, really cool, music-driven, food-driven. You have the food kiosks, a lot of entertainment, a lot of additional entertainment into or what's already there. And we know that everything will be coming back in 2024. We have the one of the newest festivals, the I Will Always Love You Music Festival. That's going to kick off in March with the opening of the 2024 season. And it's also going to be bringing back after that the Flower and Food Festival, which has turned into a really beloved festival. Specialty menus, but of course, half a million flowers are added through the already beautiful park. And then after that, we have Smoky Mountain Summer Celebration, with the sweet summer nights, which we have had fun at watching the drone mm -hmm. shows, fireworks, and then uh, Harvest Festival will be coming back with the Great Pumpkin Luminites, also amazing. And then my favorite, Smoky Mountain Christmas. So beautiful. They add six million lights to the park. Really, I mean, I think any time is a good season to visit Hollywood. I can't even think when's my favorite time to go. <laughs> it's all summertime is really cool. I mean, there, there is something, and not just Dollywood, but Christmas in the Smoky Mountains with that air, that crisp air, and going to mm -hmm. Dollywood and going to that buffet and having turkey and ham and mashed potatoes and gravy, and it, it warms the heart, and so does the park. Yes, absolutely, and I'm with you. I am, you know, we're always in Florida, and it's just so hot, so <laughs> I love Dollywood Christmas where we actually, it feels like Christmas because it gets very cold in the Smoky Mountains and it snows. So I love going there in the winter. So uh, season pass, 2024 season passes will be available October 30th. If you are a current season pass holder, you can renew through them and renewal start at just 149. So even with everything that is going on there and they're adding to Dollywood and really just the entire resort, it is still one of the most affordable parks, which we love to see. You know, everywhere is getting more and more expensive. So I'm really happy that their prices are still pretty manageable for a family. And it's just a great park. Agreed. Yes. And uh, I know you're going to be excited about this one because you are a uh, Nickelodeon kid for life. Yes. <laughs> so I, I was really excited when I got the release for this. So uh, Nickelodeon Resorts have created a food and slime festival. And it's the first time ever they're doing this. The inaugural Food and Slime Festival is coming to Nickelodeon Hotels and Resorts, uh, Punta Cana in the Dominican Republic, and then also the resort that's in the Riviera Maya in Mexico. Uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions. Go. I wish they had this when I was a kid. I oh mean, that's, God, I know. That was my initial thought. I mean, every kid uh, wants – I've never been slimed, but but I we know some – Nickelodeon pe people that have, and uh, there's, uh, it's just that, that feeling, that feeling. And now you get to eat, eat the slime. I mean, that burger and sushi. And yes. I think that, again, the menu looks really good. Like that was my initial thought. I was like, they thought about this. It wasn't just like mac and cheese turned green. They really Absolutely. did think about this, uh, you know, and be great. They could use the same menu on St. Patrick's day, which works too. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I really, really like this. And my initial thought was, wow, like, I really want to go. I really want to, like, waffles with slime syrup, aqua chill chili. I mean, it really does look cool. And, you know, I, I, there's a picture in the attractions article 
uh, that was that was posted, and it it looks reminiscent of of Game Lab from when we were a kid, and we do the Nickelodeon Studios tour, and then end yes. where they pick somebody oh. to get slimed. Um, yeah, so I think this is Nickelodeon Studios, not in America. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. I mean, like think about it. We love slime as a kid. Now we love Food and Wine Festival. So it's kind of just like the best of both worlds. Uh, right. Very cool. This is going to be taking place at both resorts November 3rd through 30th. So it's a very limited time. I also highly suggest following them on Instagram because they've been sharing more and more pictures. And I know you mentioned the burger. You have to see this because it's like a burger with a really, you know, the bright green slime poured over the top of it. And it looks really good. It does. It, it really does. I, I didn't notice slime drinks for adults, but maybe that's coming. Yes, I'm sure we can expect it all. I haven't been to the Nickelodeon resorts, but it is definitely on my list. Uh, did you ever go to the Nickelodeon uh, resort that was in Orlando? I didn't stay there. I had a friend that worked there. He w did a show. They did a thing, Double Dare Live. Yeah. And he worked there. And they had a very, it was, it was almost like slightly cultish. Like, like the doors were locked. You couldn't get in and he like snuck us in because they had all these pictures on the wall from Nickelodeon Studios and the time capsule that they buried at Nick Studios was there also. Oh. I don't know where that time capsule is now, but oh, that is it, was so weird. Cool. Yeah. it was weird though. Yeah, uh, that hotel was, uh, you know, riddled with a lot of issues, but I have done a lot of deep dives on YouTube of the videos covering it. It just looks so cool. So and I know we're going to be getting a new one coming back to Orlando. We have an article about that, too. But, yeah, I mean, we're all about that nostalgia. So whenever I see slime using anything, I am a happy girl. I'll meet you at the Nick at Night bar. I'm there. <laughs> uh, now, this one made me crack up. Uh <laughs> Entrepreneur Churl's Entertainment Cheese <laughs> licenses a water park. Uh, <laughs> I know Blake wrote this, so thank you, Blake, because this is hilarious. Uh, you may know Charles more uh, casually as Chuck E. Cheese, but they are now expanding the brand. So beyond their family fun centers with the pizza and the arcade, they are moving into the water park sector with Calabunga a splash zone with Chuck E. Cheese and rides in Sacramento, California. Very cool. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> my initial thought was when did Chuck E. Cheese get so thin? Like that was my, was my I know. like he's been ready. He's been dieting for this moment because he's all like in the swimwear and stuff like that. Uh, this is again, probably not necessarily something that's going to have a lot of thrills and, and excitement for the adults, but uh, for the kids at heart, yeah, there's going to be, it's a great opportunity to, I'm assuming there's going to be lounge chairs, great opportunity for mom and dad, just put up a lounge chair and let the kids have fun. And I'm sure there's going to be pizza too. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so very interesting. I always love to see when brands like move into another sector, we've seen Disney try to do it and it's really hard, but I think this makes a lot of sense. They are transforming the uh, former Raging Waters Sacramento, which uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Raging Waters. There's mm -hmm. a few across the country. And now they're going to make it all Chuck E. Cheese themed with him and his friends. Uh, there's going to be an arcade retail area, character meet and greets. And then I know you uh, were looking forward to the pizza. So we do know that there will be Pasquale's Pizzeria Restaurant. So Pasquale is Chucky's good friend. There'll be um, other beloved characters and whatnot. And like I said, this will be the first 
location-based project for Chuck E. Cheese to do. And I think that is really cool. I mean, they've been around for almost five decades. I'm sorry, when I, when I heard you say Chucky for a second, I did not think of Chucky from Chucky because <laughs> it's still spooky season. That's fine. Our spooky season is always on a brain. Uh, and uh, we know the upgrades and whatnot. There's going to be a new wave pool, a surfing attraction. So I'm guessing like maybe a flow rider, uh, new slides, and an expanded lazy river. So whew, should be nice. interesting. If we're ever out there, I'd love to check it out. Definitely uh kids centric centric but something fun to do you know we love water parks so i think that is very cool for charles aka chuck e cheese <laughs> mr cheese mr cheese to you <laughs> uh and now we are going to new york uh we just watched it so i saw this and i was like there's no way i'm doing this you can stay overnight with pennywise at warner brothers icons of horror so this is at the Madame Tussauds in New York City. Uh, if you've ever been, it's the uh, famous wax museum. I've actually, I know we're from up there, so it's so bad. I've actually never done it. I've never done know. it. Yeah, uh, super tourist attraction in Times Square. But this actually looks really cool if you look at the pictures of it. There is going to be a, there's a specially designed wing at this location that is all Warner Brothers and New Line Cinema horror films. So you have The Exorcist. You have Pennywise, you have The Conjuring, and then it's not just like the figurines, you know, like you, you see the wax figure of like The Rock and you go up and touch him. This wing is a little bit more elaborate, so it's kind of on a set. It almost looks like a Halloween Horror Nights room, and they use these special effects to kind of bring the scene to life. Obviously, the characters don't move, or at least I hope they don't, <laughs> but if you look at the pictures, it looks really cool, and then on October 31st, so Halloween night, they are welcoming guests to stay overnight inside a room themed to a haunted Times Square subway station and roam the exhibit after hours. Whew. I don't know about you, but I will not be doing that. Carly, Carly. So scary. Pennywise, no, Georgie. Georgie, Georgie joined the chat. Wake up to yeah, it's one of those things where I actually almost would prefer them to move a little bit because I feel like yeah. they're just it, just it, just the clown, just Pennywise just standing there. Like you're just going to stare at it and just wait for it to move and then think it moved. It's it's almost psychological. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and now that I can't wait for Five Nights at Freddy's, so I'm just envisioning those characters coming to life. Uh, very unsure, but this is a partnership between Madame Tussauds and the Intercontinental, which is an upscale property in New York City's Times Square. And they are going to have that uh, holiday th horror-themed lodging. And then you'll have access to all the accommodations and amenities inside the Intercontinental. So in addition to your overnight creepy stay, there's going to be a three-course dinner, a tour of the Wax Figure Studio. You get professional photos, a mini bar, whatnot. They're really doing it up. And uh, to say that it starts at $4,000. So uh, you must arrange this by October 26th if you are brave enough. Or you could just go visit the exhibit during normal daytime operations before they come to life <laughs> with tickets starting at $39. I am interested in seeing that Warner Brothers Icons of Horror Wing. I am. I am. You know, all the people that uh, didn't get to go to Galactic Star Cruiser now have something to do with their money. They can <laughs> Oh, 
Very, very true. <laughs> uh, so that's all we have for you guys this week in the news in the queue. But before we get to this week's main attraction, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. The Attractions Podcast is brought to you by MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. Whether your next vacation is a magical trip to the theme parks, an exciting adventure to the pyramids of Egypt, or just a relaxing cruise on the turquoise waters of the Bahamas, MEI Travel provides premium service and expert advice to help you get the most of your vacation. They are always free of any hidden fees or costs to you. Visit them at mei-travel.com. It's time for the main attraction! Yes, it is truly going to be the most wonderful time of the year as holiday celebrations have officially been announced for Universal Orlando to begin on November 17th. Running through December 31st, uh, we have the return of Grinchmas, Christmas in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, and of course, the adorable Earl the Squirrel. Are you an Earl guy? I am an Earl guy. And and it's funny because I had never met Earl until last year. And the line, you're like, we have to be first to meet Earl. We have to be first to meet Earl. And I'm like, what is so special? And then he comes over and there's just something about him. He's just adorable. He is adorable. I mean, there's a whole merch line for him. Uh, people can't get enough. Yes. If you want to meet Earl the Squirrel, you got to really look at those times. They're listed in the app usually and get there early. He's so cute. I love him. And I'm so happy that he's now kind of become like the icon of the holidays at Universal. Uh, so let's break down, you know, kind of the different components. So it's just called the holidays at Universal, but then it encompasses several different pieces. We have first, I know it's a favorite of many, the magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle. And this is the holiday light and projection show in Hogsmeade. So that takes place uh, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. We have uh, the castle is just so beautiful. And in both Diagon Alley and in Hogsmeade, they add uh, holiday lights, decorations. We have a special holiday version of the Hogwarts Frog Choir. We have Stellacina Warbeck and the Banshees. They do their incredible set. Yes, I remember last Christmas, I remember sitting with you in Diagon Alley. and Yeah, sitting and just watching. And it was just, yeah. Yeah, it's it's so magical. And that's, I know, Christmas in Wizarding World is a favorite of so many, but... For me, I think my favorite is the Universal's Holiday Parade featuring Macy's. So we're from the Northeast. I have never had the uh, chutzpah to go into New York City on Thanksgiving Day to watch the parade, but that's fine. I don't need to go there. I can just go to Universal and they have it, like a recreation of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with all these floats. And it's just when you see it for the first time, you're like, I can't believe they, they did this, you know, and they brought that kind of just really magical annual tradition from New York into the park. And of course, there's adorable characters from all the franchises like Shrek, Madagascar, Despicable Me, and of course, Santa Claus. And the parade goes past the 80-foot Christmas tree that's in the New York area outside of the Tribute Store and Jimmy Fallon. And it is just it's such a fun tradition and a great parade. It is. It is. And, you know, I remember back uh, during the COVID times when they just had the balloons in stage 21, which was the stage that Nickelodeon got taped in and just walking through. That was cool. Now they actually have, I mean, they've done this obviously for quite a few years now, but um, being someone that 
had to be in New York working on Thanksgiving Day once and just like pass that area, this is better. this is is way better you don't have to fight the crazy crowds you can leave and go to the bathroom and not have to worry about it uh it is just so cool uh also very cool grinch mess love it this takes over zeus landing in universal island of adventure they add even more whimsical decor to the already very colorful and playful area there's the like Christmas trees that are all kind of like twisty to fit in with the theme. And we have the members of Whoville that kind of walk around in their awesome costumes. And then my favorite part, the stage version, Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular. Yeah. Love it. We saw it together last year. It was so magical in just so many different ways. And, and really, you, you feel like you're watching a Broadway show. Absolutely. Yeah. They really go all out. It's a wonderful stage show that tells the famous, you know, story uh, in a compact version. So it's not too long. Uh, great. The, the actors are just phenomenal. I know one of our friends plays the Grinch and is yep. so good. Uh, shout out to Josh. Uh, very, to yes. Uh, and then also we have the Mannheim Steamroller shows are coming back. So this is taking place three nights in December, December 2, 3, 9, and 10. They are, you know, if you hear it, you know it's then the top-selling holiday artists of all time. They are going to be returning with their show. And I will say, my favorite part about Universal Holidays is everything is included in general yes. admission. Yes, this is not an upcharge event. Everything that we've talked about so far, the Grinchmas celebration, the live stage show, the parade, Mannheim Steamroller, Plus, all the they have specialty food and beverages throughout. So it's kind of like a little bit of a holiday food festival. You know, all those seasonal booths yeah. will come back if you're used to them from Mardi Gras. They have specialty foods. All of this is included. Crazy, right? Actually, when our friends Kathleen and Matt, uh, our friends who we go to Universal with quite a lot, quite often, when they had said to to us, if you remember, hey, what is what is it like? I sort of said it's kind of like Mardi Gras in the winter. Yes, because you've got absolutely. got those shows. You've got the exclusive food. It's very similar. It's just Mardi Gras Christmas. Absolutely, uh, it just brings kind of a, a, a new energy and life to the park, and it's not an upcharge event like we are seeing at so many other theme parks. So I think that's refreshing for me. Love it. And then of course there are some upcharge experiences if you want to enhance your time there. There's Universal's Holiday Tour, which is this a special kind of like sort of VIP tour where it takes you to hit all the main holiday experiences, but with, you know, expedited access and reserved seating, like at the Grinchmas Holiday Spectacular, the Magic of Christmas at Hogwarts Castle, and you get a meet and greet with Santa, and that will be running for select days and begins at $79.99. Very cool. Uh, if you want to meet the Grinch, there's the Grinch and Friends Character Breakfast, and that takes place at one of our favorite restaurants, Confisco Grill. That's in Universal Islands of Adventure, and you will have a yummy breakfast to get the day started. But then, more importantly, you get to meet the Grinch and some of the favorite Dr. Seuss characters. Uh, that starts at $58.99 for adults. And then, of course, the celebration does continue on at the resorts. So all of CityWalk and the resorts will have specialty food, beverages. They do uh, entertainment. I know you and I did Christmas there 
last yeah. year and we had an amazing what was it a ham dinner from yeah we, we ended up just having i mean there's so many options but the options at your hotel are also amazing and we were at uh we had a um it was like one of us got ham and one of us got turkey yes classic with like the mashed potatoes and the green beans and the piece of cornbread so yeah, no it's really they really do it up i love the resorts uh they do you know menorah lighting ceremonies for hanukkah they have christmas tree lighting strolling carolers very cool and uh what i was excited about this announcement um one of my favorite rooms in all of universal are the endless summer two bedroom suites so this is really good if you're coming with a family you have just the front is kind of like a standard room with the two queen beds but then you also have a picnic table seating area and then you have a full bedroom with a door that closes which if you're used to uh theme park resorts it, there's not always the full separate bedroom so if your family is coming they are offering 20 percent off on those suites which are already even at full price i still think it's a really great deal you have like the room to spread out so they're going to be offering that deal and then for annual pass holders we are going to be getting back which i'm excited the private reserved area for Universal's holiday parade. Nice. So that is usually in front of Mel's uh, diner. So I am going to assume that it's going to be back there. So we don't have to fight the crowds. So it's even better than New York. And, and honestly, just because it's spooky season, we've been dying, dying yeah. to get back to that area. Yes, we have. Uh, there's also going to be exclusive merchandise. And once again, we are going to have as annual pass holders, early access to the holidays tribute store, which I am very, very excited about. I love the tribute store and I especially love the holiday tribute store. Now the big question is, cause isn't, isn't there like two tribute stores right now? Like which location? Yeah. So, um, the Jurassic one I, is closing or closed. It was open when I was just there. Uh, and then we have the Halloween Horror Nights one in the original location. So, we'll see where this is going you know it takes a while to build these stores out they are highly themed you can expect uh, a lot of appearances from earl the squirrel he's usually uh causing mischief throughout <laughs> yes he's so cute i love in his photo op he does the little arm thing so uh the holiday celebration runs daily and included with park admission november 17th through december 31st at universal orlando resort and then we also found out it is also coming back to Universal Studios Hollywood November 24th through January 1st, 2024. They also do Grinchmas. They also do the Christmas in Wizarding World and have specialty food and whatnot. So very excited for those to come back. Uh, one, one year I want Waterworld to become Snow World. Just, oh just for... Well, you know what? The Purge is there this year for uh, Halloween Horror Night, so you know you never can say never. We don't, we don't know. Definitely would be cool. Uh, uh, thank you guys all for joining in. And before we go, we want to thank our sponsor, MEI and Mouse Fan Travel. And please reminder to uh, rate and review us wherever you listen. If it's Spotify, podcast, Apple, and of course you can follow the entire attractions crew on attractionsmagazine.com and search for Attractions Magazine on your favorite social media accounts. Adam, where can we find you? Uh, just right there at Adam Wartzel on X, Facebook, Instagram. Look for me on Rising if you're in Charlotte, if not uh, Nashville Insider all across the country. Yeah, so you'll have to post your uh, Scarewind's uh, transformation because it is very yeah. cool. <laughs> and you post a couple pictures too. 
Yes. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Adventures by Carly and on X, Twitter, whatever, at Carly Caramana. And until next week, I hope everyone stays safe out there. Try something new. But most importantly, have fun. We'll see you next time. Bye.